Welcome to an inspirational message by Pastor Harold Weiss, Senior Pastor at Little Falls Christian Center. Thousands of meals going out to children that wouldn't have that otherwise. Problem then is when come the holidays, then that source of food dries up because of the holidays. So I do not know quite how Frank and them are busy addressing that issue, but feeding out all the way into Natal, school after school, KwaZulu Natal, down here in the Mpumalanga areas, the high felt areas, it goes everywhere. I thank you, Lord, for the word of faith, for the word of life, for the word of truth, for the word that has become flesh and dwelt amongst us, declared with power to be the Son of God by the resurrection from the dead. He is coming again, and every eye shall see him, and every knee will bow on that day. Mankind will not have one word to say, but to honor God and to worship Jesus. The testimony of Jesus is the spirit of prophecy. Faith is a mighty river like the river of life. It flows from the city of gold, the eternal city. And we know today that we're people of destiny. Only believe and all things become possible. Thank you for it in Jesus' name. All God's people said amen. All right, I'm just going to go with, uh, let's take uh, Mark 16 and uh, 15 and a very short word tonight. And uh, we look at the words of the Lord Jesus. In the 14th verse, he already says, he appeared to the 11, they sat at the table and he rebuked them for their unbelief and hardness of heart. Unbelief, unbelief, hardness of heart. Because they did not believe those who had seen him after he had risen. And he said to them, go into all the world and preach the gospel to every creature. He who believes and is baptized will be saved, but he who does not believe will be condemned. And these signs will follow those who believe. In my name, they will cast out demons they will speak with new tongues. They will take up serpents. And if they drink any deadly thing, then it will by no means hurt them. They will lay hands on the sick and they will recover. This is called the Great Commission. Go into all the world. Preach the gospel to every creature. Dear friends, I was talking to the pastors and um, I was saying to them these words that the, sim the absolute simplicity of the gospel is actually profound. 1 Corinthians 1.18 says, for the message of the cross is foolishness for those who are on their way to perdition. But to us who are being saved, it is the power of God unto salvation. For New Living Translation says, 
For it is written, I will destroy the wisdom of the wise and the intelligence of the intelligent. For it pleased God, verse 20, verse 20, 1 Corinthians 8, 1, verse 18, 19, 20. For it pleased God, through the foolishness of the preaching of the gospel, to save those who believed. It's like this. It is very much like this. There comes a moment in this life where every person, I was saying to my pastors, have got one thing more, and that is called the last breath. That last breath that you breathe. It's like I saw my father when he went on to be with the Lord. I also led him to the Lord and prayed over and held his hand when he blew out his last breath, just like, and then his spirit left him. Then I thought of myself that it is like, because in the spiritual realm, life after death is an amazing story. I've researched this for years, that Everything is like instant. It's like the rich man and Lazarus, Luke 16, 19, where Lazarus died, the poor man Lazarus, the beggar, and he was carried away by the angels. Notice he was carried away by the angels. But then the rich man also died. And the Bible says next thing he found himself in the pit of hell, in the place which is known as the place of torments or tormentings or torment, where he cried out, Abraham, Abraham, send Lazarus, who is across the gulf there. We know that is the bottomless pit. And uh, that he may dip the tip of his finger and begin to put it on my tongue, for I'm burning in this flame. And the pain is extreme. We know also that in the netherworld, the Bible tells us that hell from beneath stretches its mouth to meet the thy coming. In fact, in, in the book of Isaiah 5, 13 and onwards, it says, hell is exceedingly enlarged its mouth. Multitudes, multitudes in the valley of decision. There is one moment in this life that one makes a decision. The most believe me, the most serious Commitment since birth. There's no question about that. More important than any other decision that you make in this life. Whether you receive Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior. The Bible says that it pleased God through the simplicity of the message of the gospel to save those who believe. So then, Romans 10, 17, faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. And so then, Romans 10, 9 and 10 says, if you confess with your mouth, your mouth. Everybody say my mouth. Yeah. You confess with your mouth, the Lord Jesus Christ, and you believe in your heart, your heart. Everybody say my heart. That God the Father raised Jesus from the dead, you will be saved you'll be saved. That means eternal life will be received by whosoever believes in him, confesses him, 
as Lord and Savior. Very simple. Here's a, here's a thing that was stunning, and I said this, I shared this with the pastors. I said, you know what? When Jesus came once and for all to put away sin on the cross, he died, shed his blood for the sin of all mankind, for all the world, not for some in the world, but for all the world, all generations of all time, that through faith they might be saved. And so for thousands now of years, this gospel of the kingdom has gone out to many parts, and even here in this country, it's gone out to many parts of the world. And it's very simple, really, if you think about it. Millions are walking on the streets. Millions are captivated by the things of this world. Millions on the streets. But of those millions and millions, there are those who have been called out of darkness and they're now in the light of God, in the kingdom of God. In their hearts, they know they're ready to meet the Lord. In the day when the Lord visits, they know that they will be raised from the dead, as the Bible tells us in 1 Thessalonians chapter number 4 and from verse 23, where the Lord comes to find his treasure in the earth. Malachi chapter number 3, verse 17. Like pearls, like a treasure, like a string of pearls, like precious stones. All these people that belong to him have been saved by him. But the price has been paid for everybody on the street every day, wherever you go, at the workplace, no matter what. They have already been, been paid for by the blood of Jesus. So what then is the story? A simple acceptance of Jesus Christ. The difference is this. My father blew out his last breath. The next moment, he was with the Lord and the angels came to fetch him. And he departed to paradise in the third heaven, 2 Corinthians chapter number 12. I could quote that, but time does not allow me. Paradise in the third heaven, where he heard Paul the Apostle's words unutterable to be spoken, unutterable to be spoken. All of life is summarized in one thing. What did you do with Jesus Christ in your life? Just that. If you've received him, you will be saved. If you confess him and believe in your heart, you'll be saved. If you do not, and you know what? I think of the book of Hebrews chapter number six, where Paul speaks about the meager principles, and then he says, let us go on to perfection, not laying again the foundation of the repentance of dead work, works, repentance of dead works, and faith towards God, the doctrine of baptism, the resurrection of the dead, an eternal judgment, Hebrews chapter number six, from one and on. My greatest moment in my personal life is the moment I received Jesus, case in point. To be born into this world, one thing, it's kind of aimless because you don't know where you're going until one day you walk in a church, you're confronted with the gospel of Jesus Christ and right there you make a decision to receive him. I walked out, received him and my life was changed. I stand on the platform now. 
wept like a child in the front of the church. Never wept because I was taught not to weep as a child, as a boy, as a man. After that, the tears came very easily because I really realized my sin. So the Bible says the repentance of dead works and faith towards God. The word repentance comes first. Repentance means change your mind. When the Holy Spirit convicts us of sin, of righteousness and judgment, and he lets you know that what in life you have done was wrong. And the way of living was wrong, and that's the reason why the wheel kept on coming off. Things go wrong. Life becomes a struggle, even a misery. All kinds of problems with no real solution. Somebody saying, here's advice, there's advice. No lasting advice. But salvation through faith in Jesus Christ is a reality right there. It takes you from the moment to the eternity. So as the children are partakers of flesh and blood, he likewise partook of the same, Hebrews chapter 2, verse 14, that through death he might destroy him who had the power over death, which is the devil, and set at liberty all those who through lifetime was kept in bondage through the fear of death. Now you don't fear death anymore because now sudden death is sudden glory. Will you leave this body because 1 Thessalonians 5.23 tells us, 4.23 tells us that we are spirit, soul, and body. When your spirit leaves your body, you'll stand before the Lord as true as I'm with you now. And every knee shall bow and every tongue that confess. What we see in the rich man Lazarus is that the moment he had died, their memories worked, their eyes worked, they could speak, they could hear, they could understand. And Abraham said to the rich man's son, remember, in your life, you had a real gravy train. Now it's the turn of Lazarus because he had nothing else except God Almighty. And if you've come into this place tonight and you've never made that confession, I stand here, I'm a servant of God. You've never made that confession. I wonder if anybody would just, all of you, just bow your knees, your, your, your heads, I should say. Don't look around. Don't look around. I want you to pray about your life. Consider your own life. Consider you, your life. If you should... Release your last breath and blow it out. And there goes your spirit. Where will your spirit go? There's only two places. It's either eternal hell where the demons are waiting, like the story of the rich man in Lazarus. That rich man went down into the darkness. I was thinking about that. That doctors have had people that were personal friends of mine that died. And they tell me about that cavern down there where people scream nonstop and they tormented day and night and they rested not because they never repented. They never gave their lives to Jesus. Or else, if you receive Jesus, then you go to heaven. Then you have eternal life. Wow, he paid the price for you, yes, for you. You have eternal life through your faith. If you confess with your mouth the Lord Jesus and you believe in your heart that God the Father raised Jesus from the dead, you will be saved. If you say, Pastor, I want you quickly before we go and we have that 
situation out there with the Lapa and the rugby and all of that stuff. If you say, Pastor, but net for my voor that ek enig iets anders doen. Ek wil nie uit drie gebouwheid gaan, sonder dat ek gered is. Because there's one thing all of you will do. You'll blow your last breath, I tell you. All of us. Are you ready to blow the last? And if so, if there's fear within you, it should not be there if you've received Jesus. You will praise God, in fact. You give glory to God forever and all eternity. Be with the Lord. So bow your head and think about your life. And you say, Pastor, I want you to pray for me tonight. But net, for enige iets anders, but net, dat my siel gered word. Vra net, Heere, red my siel. Stick net your hand for my op. If I see your hand going up, raise your hand. Just slip up that hand quickly and I'll pray for you. God bless you. Just raise those hands. Yes, God bless you. God bless you. Anybody else, just raise your hands. There, God bless you. Still people raising hands. God bless you. God bless you. People raising hands. Don't go out of this building now. This is the message of the gospel. Foolishness to those who believe, but to us who are being saved. Every day we're saved by the power and blessed by the power of God unto eternal life and we shall prosper and be in health. We shall have peace. We shall have joy. We shall have faith. We shall have prayers. We shall have answers to our prayers. If you say, Pastor, I've been backsliding. I know it. I've been playing games. I didn't come to church. That's me. Thank you. I see that hand. Raise your hand if you've been backsliding. If you feel you need to make a new commitment to God. Just stick it for my hand up that you Wherever you are, far at the back, wherever you are. Can I ask all those people that raise their hands and everybody else, would you all stand for me now? Because after this, we'll be closing the church service. And then I just want to pray for those people who have raised their hands. Without any exception, I've got to see you all. This is the last opportunity that you have before you walk out those doors there or there or anywhere. Your last opportunity. Say, Pastor, but for me, I need prayer. Pray for me. Those who have raised their hands, I want to pray right here for you. Ek wil vir jou hier voorbid, stap uit na my toe, kom na my toe, kom. As jou hand opgesteek het, kom. You raise your hands, come. Wherever you are, just walk out and come. Don't stay in the benches. Don't stay at the back. This is not a moment you think, what would people think? It's a question of what will God say about you. As people, what people think really means nothing. People are sometimes so sensitive about what other people have to say. I could, you know, Paul says a little to me, it's a small thing that I be judged by any man. He who judges me is the Lord. I want to please God. Therefore, I walk out to Jesus. Can you say amen? amen. All the people here in the front, comes another one. All the people in the front. Would you just raise your hands with me and everybody else raise your hands and say these words. According to the Bible, I now confess with my mouth the Lord Jesus Christ and I believe in my heart that God the Father raised Jesus from the dead. Therefore, I am saved. 
Lord Jesus, I repent of sin. Please forgive me. Wash me in your blood. Thank you, Lord Jesus. I confess with my mouth the Lord Jesus Christ. And I believe in my heart, God the Father raised Jesus from the dead. Therefore, I'm saved. And I confess you, Lord. I believe in you, Lord. For with a mouth confession is made unto my salvation. And with my heart, this night, I believe unto righteousness. In Jesus Christ's name. Now write my name in the book of life. Save me, Lord, and I shall be saved through Jesus Christ's name. And thank you, Lord, for filling me with the Holy Spirit. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God the Father, and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with you now and forevermore. The Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord lift up His countenance over you, be gracious to you, grant you eternal salvation and peace. In the name of God the Father, God the Son, and God the Holy Spirit, all God's people said, Amen. For more teachings like this and other material, please visit our website at www.littlefallsonline.com.